Hello and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I'm your co-host, Dave, and here I am with... Tony B. And... Jimmy. And how are we doing today? Are you as tired as I am? I'm actually pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked for this episode. I was, uh, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited. I was looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. Oh, yes. Yeah. It, Tony's, Tony's creaming already. He's okay. creaming his jeans. Well, I, I need, I need a hug. So I, I, I do need a hug. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, let's just give hugs. Right. Maybe we should call yeah. it finger hugs afterwards. Yeah. 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 We need a love in faster. Yeah. We also need a, a cleanse. Maybe a cold shower. Sage off our lives a little. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. just. I, I don't know. Maybe a like, slight exorcism or two. Slight. Ayahuasca. Sorry, ayahuasca. Um, I feel like, like I have just, been on ayahuasca this whole like, fucking week. Like just something that will cleanse yeah. my soul. Yeah. Because today we are going to talk about the cinema of the great Toronto auteur, David Cronenberg. Yeah. A cinematic auteur indeed. Yes, he is an auteur. And a Toronto boy. He is an auteur all to himself. He's a Toronto boy, Toronto proud. Oh, you can yeah. see the love he has for Toronto and yeah. so many of his movies, even the ones that it's not supposed to be Toronto, but I do love that there's many of them that are supposed to be Toronto. Yeah. Oh, which... we're in Philly. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. That's fucking <laughs> Toronto boy. Yeah. But it's it's nice when it's just like like there's other ones where they're actually like mentioning Toronto yeah. and it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. So anyways, me and T Tony and I were, um, well, we've, we've been up on the cinema of David Cronenberg for quite some time. James, you're a little more new I to the, the nuances of, uh, Mr. Cronenberg. First Cronenberg movie I ever watched. Uh, I was in high school in, it was 2000 and I guess it would have been 2005 or 2006. Um, the first Cronenberg movie I ever watched was A History of Violence. And I remember nothing about that movie. <laughs> I know that Viggo Mortensen was in it. And that's about it. It's because you were trying to hook up with a girl. You know it. <laughs> it was one Weak. of those like, it was one of those like, it was 2005, 2006. Lord of the Rings was already a huge thing by then. Viggo was big by yeah. then. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know. We were like, well, what movie should we rent from Blockbuster? And we saw A History of Violence. And it's like, oh, Viggo Mortensen, great. Oh, and A History of Violence. Maybe it'll be like an action thing. <laughs> no. You were so No, it was not. So wrong, buddy. <laughs> I remember zero things about that movie. And then I rewatched it and I went, oh, you know, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you were so, so wrong. So oh, wrong, buddy. I saw that theatrically. I was very proud I of that. I also saw that theatrically. I had, to, I had to sneak into it, actually. Oh, nice. I would have taken you. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I wasn't... Uh, sneak were... into it. Yeah. What was it rated? 18A. 18A. Oh, I guess it is graphic. It's pretty vicious. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would say it's fucking it's vicious. Not, like, it's not. It's, it's not, typical. It's a. It's it's not even a. It's typical Cronenberg. It is Cronenberg uh, through and through, buddy. 
Like he's yeah, well he's not on his body horror. (laughs) He's not on his bullshit in that movie, but like he's it's fucking vicious. It's vicious. vicious. He's always like no matter what genre he strays into, there's always very much a touch of Cronenberg. It's it's vicious, and there is that one scene where Vigo goes down on Maria Bello, yeah, and it looks like he's eating a watermelon. So good for him. Yeah, yeah, he got in there real good. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. I think he enjoyed it a little too much. Yeah, it is Maria Bello. Well, like she is a very very beautiful woman yeah well that ties into other things but that i want to talk about about cronenberg in general but we'll get to that watermelons yes like a watermelons. gallagher type thing you know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whole, just fruits <laughs> fruits and his love of fruit um no you do uh, so this is gonna be all cronenberg all the time yeah it's um, an oops all cronenberg episode yeah so if you unintentionally <laughs> oops all cronenberg episode so if you are not down with david cronenberg you probably should uh, stop yeah, listening. Just skip you it. should either just skip, skip this it. one. We give you permission, or you should listen and uh, maybe discover something new. Yeah, maybe something. learn it. Learn a thing or two. Discover something new. Yeah. Before we get into the main thrust of the podcast, so uh, much thrusting, thrusting, thrusting into Let's Cronenberg, thrust. thrusting right into Daddy Cronenberg. Daddy Cronenberg. Yeah, Daddy. Let's, okay, that was uh, creepy. That's fuck. way too Tony, creepy. Why did you do that? That's way too I, creepy. I want to give a quick shout out. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the subject of one of the documentaries that we watched over Hot Docs. Uh, the, I guess, titular subject from uh, Bernie Langeal wants to know what happened to Bernie Langeal. So, so it's, it's Bernie Langeal, right? Yeah, it's Bernie Langeal. That's the yep. tit- titular subject? Titular subject <laughs> in, in this case, yeah. Who uh, Who nicely and graciously reached out to us on Facebook after uh, listening to our review and uh, yeah, like answered a whole bunch of questions for us. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You never, you don't usually get that where the interview subject reaches out to you and physically answers every question that you had about the film. Yeah. It was like a mini (laughs) review of our review of his, his uh, subject matter documentary. (laughs) Yeah. It was super, it was super cool hearing, hearing his thoughts on our uh, on our episode and providing feedback of some of the things that we were uh, questioning during the documentary. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was really nice and really appreciated. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we all had a good uh it it brought a lot of joy to my day to know that uh he appreciated us watching it and uh that he he was laughing along with us. Yes, thank you Bernie. Thank you Bernie. Yeah. Big really big ups it. and thanks to Bernie, a uh, new friend of the podcast. We will call him from here on out. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. So, so we spent a while watching Cronenberg movies that kind of just started with uh Dave and I were going to see the premiere of Crimes of the Future, then Tony was North going North American premiere. Yeah, you know it. And Tony was seeing it a, a little bit later, but I think it just like this wasn't planned. No, we it just wasn't. we just started watching Cronenberg movies and then we just forgot to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so. that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I I should have had an adult tell me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, just, someone should have just, intervened. He just can't stop, man. He's just no. he's he's got a very interesting body of work. Yes, and um, I would say no distinct. Yeah, yeah, no two movie is the same. It's very they're all very different yeah for me it started with as i said like the only Cronenberg movie i'd ever seen was a history of violence and i was like there's a lot well until this year because i watched the brood 
Um, Brood. I just watched that for the first time, which is fantastic. Um, But that was so that was my second Cronenberg movie ever. And I was like, fuck, there's so many more that I haven't seen that are just like all I hear is that they're all timers the best. It's great. I just fell down the rabbit hole and started watching. Had a boy. That's what yeah. I like to yeah. hear. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want to do a best man worse, but all Cronenberg? Uh, Absolutely. I guess. Before we do, yeah. I just want to mention, um, at least we space these ones out. The one time me, Tony, and a few friends, shout out to Mike Laidman of Burnt Popcorn, a uh, friend of the podcast. Uh, we watched, we had a Cronenberg marathon for a day. A day, a day. Oh no! Of David Cronenberg, a day with David Cronenberg, oh, and no. we watched back to back all of these back to back. Uh, we started with Scanners, and then we moved into Videodrome, and then we watched The Fly, and then we watched Naked Lunch. Nice. And then we then we finished with Existence. Good God! Yeah, good for you guys. That's a that's a hell of a fucking that's a day. day. It was it was a journey. That's that's a trip. It man. was a, it was a journey. It yeah. was a journey. Did and you take a cold shower after? Uh, you were there. Probably, <laughs> I you know. Pro- I know what I did. After. <laughs> we probably just like held each other. I just for a while. I screamed into a pillow for a bit. <laughs> we probably just like we need to stop. We can't do those things anymore. We no. did a Peter Jackson marathon too of old Peter Jackson, yeah. bad taste, meet the feebles, and. Um, dead I'm alive. St- still waiting for that 4K. It, it's gonna be the oh best day ever. I, I'm still down to do that again. Like <laughs> yeah, the Beatles, yeah. that taste, fucking <laughs> we'll dead alive. Oh, 4K yeah. restoration. I can't Let's wait do for it. 4K restorations. Oh my god! But I dig. But I digress. Best man, worst of David Cronenberg. James, you're new. Yeah, hit me. So this one's tough for me. It was hard for me to pick a meh because I liked so many of them. Um, so. I'm, I'm having give... trouble with Matt as well. Do you guys want to yeah. just skip the Matt and just talk about best and worst? I got... We can. I, I, I put one down for Matt, but it was like basically it became the least of my best. Like it was just like what I liked the least in the best category, which when it's when you're talking Cronenberg, they're all good. They are in very... some way. Well, they're not all good. <laughs> There's a lot of very good films there They're that are like hard to, to find a middle yeah. of the road middle Cronenberg. Of, well, you also have to be into what he's putting down. Yeah. If you're not into, if you're not down, you're not, then yeah. you are, you are need to, you're not going to find best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all going to be bad. <laughs> Anyways. So best? Hit me with the best. Um, Out of all of them, and I watched a lot, I... I it took me a bit to come around to it, but I think my best is the fly. Ooh, I Jeff really Goldberg. liked it. Um, I liked all the practical makeup work that was done for for Jeff. I liked the the fact that we saw the little fucking miniature of the of fly, the fly, or um, Brundlefly, Brundlefly, yes, Brundlefly. Was that was that one? Because now I'm I'm blanking. I guess I could look at the photo that I have. Was that Brundlefly plus time machine? Or t- no. teleporter? No, it was just, just Brundlefly. Yeah. So seeing the little miniature of Brundlefly, but then just the entire movie, I liked that it had a very clear through line. It was just like this guy built a teleporter, a fly got in there, shit goes south. Like it's not, it's not too complicated. We don't really have any loose ends. Very simple premise. Straight down the road. <laughs> it's it's interesting because it's a remake. Because the original mm. fly is more like the. Um, 
the Simpsons take on it where he has a head where yeah, he's, head his head, head is yeah, on yeah, the fly, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's an interesting turn. And yeah, I think it's one of his most normal. Yeah. Because it's it's yeah, not I'd say that. like it's still about freaky body horror, but at the same time, it's not completely out there. I think Correct. it's more I think yeah. it's mo I think it's one of his scariest um films that you can actually like an audience can actually it's, it's watch. Accessible. It's an yeah. accessible. I was looking for the word accessible. Yeah. Accessible it's, movie. It's his for most sure. accessible, and I love that it's like an allegory for um, illness. Like it came yeah. out in the height of the AIDS crisis, and it's like, oh, and he's like, yeah. and he didn't mean for it, but it's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you can see it. You can see it for sure. And also, I love that he was <laughs> the gynecologist. Love it. I love when <laughs> Wood Cronenberg's in his own movies. Yeah, he plays the most the ridiculous roles. Amazing. Someone told him that he looked like a gynecologist, so he's like, "All right." So he just put himself in <laughs> yeah. that role. Yeah, like that, and like what in Crash? He's uh, he's the fucking uh, attendant at the at the car wrecking thing. Yeah, his like, best role is still Jason X, but obviously, <laughs> obviously, apparently he's a regular on the new Star Trek show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Which is I've heard he just shows I, up he's, now. He's in it. that one season that random. Uh, um, that random slasher TV show. He's actually in one of the seasons. Like, oh, he's nice. the main character. Good for him. Yeah. I think I just watched these just to see David Cronenberg. Yeah. Well, yeah that's obviously. all we're there for. That's, <laughs> that's all we're there. That's all we're there for. Um, there was one last thing. Oh, um, so I didn't watch The Fly recently. I've watched, I watched yeah. it during the pandemic. Can I also just say fun. briefly that I love the fact that the flies on Disney Plus up here? Oh, yeah. It's my favorite yeah. thing ever. Oh, yeah. I get to throw in a Cronenberg movie on <laughs> Disney Plus. Great. No notes. <laughs> no notes. I was just going to say, uh, I caught a little bit of it because I believe, I think Crave is running yeah. just Cronenberg. Yeah. And I had it on and we had it on, I had it on mute because I was like, Alyssa's not going to want to watch this, but I, sure, I'll sure. watch it for a little bit. And we were just talking. It was just on in the background. And she's like, why does he have all these this gymnastics equipment in his in his apartment? His studio is gigantic. Yeah. Fucking yeah. That's, that's a fucking big ass apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just all this like the highest ceilings I've ever seen. Oh yeah. They're just you can't find gym- ceilings like that anymore. No, not at all. Gymnast equipment. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> She's like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, well, this is the one time he's not banging Gina Davis. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's gotta work out. Gotta stay strong, man. I love the gold man. Yeah, he's so he's so, so good in it. I would I would say that's one of my favorite Goldblum performances yeah. for sure. It's like a top three, mainly Might because, be, maybe yeah, even because top it, two. it like fits yeah. his it fits his energy right. Like for the kind of performance and character that they were going for, like it it fits with Jeff Goldblum. It's not like oh, it's just Jeff Goldblum being. It's like oh yeah, you believe him as this weird business end of science of like farming out all these parts to put together to make a teleporter and like just to get over his fear of heights i guess or traveling so but like his bumbling energy and like his his yeah jeff goldblumisms his exactly they, they let him play the piano for a bit <laughs> they, great they, they, and he's naked through most yeah of and he's absolutely gorgeous <laughs> yeah. man yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And when he's pulling the nails out, it's okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's certain points, There's certain he's points where he's yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. Also, this is the movie where I found out that flies vomit on their food. They do. Yeah. They do yeah. To digest it. Yeah. I found that out the hard way. Yeah. When you watch someone's <laughs> hand turn into a stump. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And 
just and that then poor like bastard <laughs> literally it was like right after that i was eating something the fly landed i was like oh god damn it he puked on it oh <laughs> <laughs> um, tony let's go with the best yeah uh i would say i'm gonna go with eastern promises okay yeah yeah and that's also sad. another that's, film i saw in the theater that's sad because that i put that one as my worst i know <laughs> oh you son of a bitch oh i didn't like it as much hold on i'm not saying it's bad it's hard for me to pick a bad one the like this one i gave is wrong with you I didn't like it as much. Oh, fine, I, fine, it, fine. It, Should I pick? It, no, no, you know no, what? No, no, no you're gonna fine. do. You're gonna do your worst, and I'm gonna do my best, and we're just gonna talk about it. Why it's yeah. the worst to you, and why it's the best to me? That sounds sure. like a good idea. I like yeah, that. that. Sounds like a good idea. It just for me, and uh, like again, like was even he goes dong. No, that was the best part. Yeah, <laughs> obviously the best part. Okay, can I just say when we were watching, I was watching yeah. it with my wife, and Melissa's like, "Oh my god, he is so gorgeous," and we're all yeah. like, "Google, like just like so flossing yeah, at the ripped in that he movie. Is, yeah. He is something else. Yeah. Like he is a force to be reckoned with, and he is." Yeah. She's going on how amazing and how beautiful he is. I was like, "If you think he's beautiful now, you wait. You just wait." <laughs> yeah. And she ended up falling asleep, um, as you do because you know it's she gets tired. <laughs> and uh she woke up right at the right at the best part right at the sauna part right at the sauna yeah. part and i was like hey mel if you think he's gorgeous now you wait just uh seeing his dong fly away he's getting like fucking like fly away it's just <laughs> flopping in the just wind flopping around yeah. his fruit basket is just there like literally yeah. spotlight on his fruit basket and uh she was horrified she was absolutely horrified but that scene is like an all-timer like when yeah, you're talking about all-time fight scenes like yep. that is that is up there for sure well, yeah it's intense and it's probably the most non-sexual nudity i've ever seen yeah in a film yeah yeah just because it's it's just there yeah <laughs> it so i i liked it but it was a peaks and valleys movie for me there was moments that i was like oh yeah i'm really into this and then for the rest of it i was just kind of like i just didn't care Really? Like it didn't. Vincent the, Cassell, I didn't care. But like the, Arvin the, Mueller, Stahl, Naomi Watts. The whole relationship yeah, no. between Vigo Mortensen and Vincent Cassell, like they have outstanding chemistry. Yeah. And I think, and I would also well, that's because to, Vincent Cassell wants to fuck him through the well, whole. Obviously, yeah, like, he it. definitely yeah. wants to fuck him for sure. That one scene yeah. when he like forces Vigo to fuck a prostitute, that yeah. fucking scene was weird. And like after Vigo was done, he's like, "Good, are you happy Especially now?" Because he's just standing there, like yeah. looking at his lips while yeah. it's happening. And Vigo's like, like, "Are you happy? Doing? I finally done it. Now get the yeah. fuck out, so that I." Yeah. change well like a lot of it and uh, the thing for me too is like at the end a lot of it is just rushed like it's just like oh by the way he's undercover oh by the way he's gonna like it just was like that's right at the end it's like we have to shrink it really fast to get it done that's and fair. like i know cronenberg likes his one no oh, an hour and a half movie times but like he does it's very take a breath he, he sometimes he yeah. sticks to a very like yeah rigid time like uh Time, yeah. timing, yeah. which yeah. I appreciate. I definitely appreciate. I appreciate it, but like sometimes, like don't don't sacrifice your your script for sticking to an hour and a half. Like you could have. It's fair. You could have let it breathe a little bit more. That's no, fair, I, I, but it's not even. That's not even the point. Like the no, whole point of the movie no. is about the the diary. Yeah, and you find out like it's all there. They don't you find out that you, part. Yeah, yeah no, they true. definitely. Yeah, and you find out what's in the diary like fairly, fairly early, and mm, then it's at least all they don't like kill a baby. 
Yeah. That was, that was close. That was close. That was definitely close. I would say that my only criticism about that movie is how it, how it's rushed. I don't yeah. think they should have said that he was undercover. I think that's kind of like a, that was a kind of a cop out. Yeah. Um, I think that he should have just stayed. It's like the only was. way he could be a good guy is if yeah. he was an undercover. They were trying, they were trying to like humanize yeah. Vigo and be like, he's this very violent man, but he's there. There's a reason why he's so violent kind of thing. Well, they needed something. Yeah. They definitely, they definitely needed something. And he's I just, also in way too deep. Oh yeah. yeah he's oh, in yeah. way too deep, man. <laughs> oh, in over like his head. When, he, when he saw his, his, uh, his, what is it? His handler. And he was like, we're pulling you out. He's like, yeah, but like, look at this tattoo. He's like, I'm about to be the, I'm about to be the leader this fucking family yeah fuck you i'm not leaving kind yeah. of thing like it is i think it's probably his best work yeah he yeah, definitely, like definitely like he got he nominated was, for best actor like he and was, there's a reason yeah. for that like yeah. he, he is, is electrifying yeah. in that movie he's doing circles around fucking everybody yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> remember when remember when um Guillermo del Toro Guillermo del Toro did that yeah. to Cronenberg. we saw a, <laughs> yeah. uh what was it 30, 35 mil I assume it was 35 mil version of uh, Eastern Promises. And yeah. there was like a curated like Q&A after with David Cronenberg and yeah. Guillermo del Toro yeah. was the moderator. And he yeah. kept doing that fucking throat thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying how and he was saying how after that movie re- movie uh, release and everything, the movie got like really popular with Russian gangsters. Sure. Russian gangsters started doing that to him on yeah, the Great. <laughs> great. Uh, I like that, that's how authentic it is that yeah. Russian gangsters exactly. are emulating it. And just seeing Cronenberg's face, and he's just like, Yeah, yeah like what do you like? Well, I don't know what, what you want. Really? What are you gonna do? I like that. I like that regardless of the film, he's always committed to being Cronenberg. Like that film starts with a throat getting slashed. And it's like a Cronenberg throat getting slashed. You see it slowly open up and just blood start pouring out of it. Yeah. It happens again. The sauna fight scene is bloody and fucking vicious. Oh, it's so vicious. Like, Seriously. It's regardless of what Cronenberg does. And that's like his, his, it's not a body horror movie. Uh, yeah, it's not, but at but the same time, so like you're still, 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 yeah, yeah, like still the body horror to, element. There's still, there's he's still the body to that element, yes, element to it. Yeah, he's committed to that like visceral experience of like, like it's Vigo not gets all stuff. fun. It's not like Captain America throwing a knife at someone's hand and no blood comes out. It's like, no, if you're going to cut someone's throat, yeah, this, it's is, gonna, what's this is what's going to happen. Exactly. But like Vigo, like it's one of those rare films because you keep talking about the, the bathhouse scene, which is the centerpiece of the film. Yeah. It's just like, Vigo gets the fuck beaten out of oh, him. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. And he gets stabbed. Like, he is fucking, like, like he should not. He's, like, fucking Superman or something. Because yeah. he should not be okay when that's over. No, not. And, like, he goes like he goes through it. Yeah. And it's rare that you see a movie. Well, now you see them more often. But it's rare to see a movie where the protagonist takes his licks. And he's, like, you can see that he's exerted a lot of energy he's not just like adrenaline's gonna save me right right like you can see that he is fucking tired yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah gotten the fuck beaten out and of he's him. literally yeah. fighting for his life and he's fighting for his life yeah agreed god i love that it's 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 a great it's a great movie i re- i loved rewatching it sure. um but yeah, like you said, I completely agree with you for the end because the end kind of was just like, oh, no, no, yeah. and done. And as I said, I'm not saying like it. All the Cronenberg movies I watched, the lowest score that I gave was three stars and it wasn't for Eastern Promises. So. 
Yeah, I know. He's doing the throat oh, thing again. Yeah. Said, He's threatening like, James. This is this is a really weak argument for worst, and it's because I didn't really have much to put in that spot. Very true. I like a lot of his films. Yeah, All I right. had to pick something, so this is what I went with. That's All okay. Right. That's okay. We forgive. And you. the reasons why, at least you agree with. Yeah, me. I totally, I t- totally agree. Yeah. I wish I watched Eastern Promises. <laughs> That's fine. You, you, there's still time. There's still time. I need to take a break. There's still time. <laughs> there's time. Once more. Once more. <laughs> Once more into the breach. Yeah. Oh, God. Dave, hit us with your best. Yeah. Crash. Fair. 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 It's, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. It's a seminal... It's a seminal film for me. We talked about this. Uh, we we talked about Dave's seminal films. We definitely it's watched it. Sometimes way, seminal for yeah, Dave. Yeah, seminal way, for sure. Way too young to have watched yeah. this film. <laughs> and I just... It's... It's not that it's sexual. It's just like... It's just very precise. Very cold. Like he knows what he wants to get. It's a very horny movie. It's a very mm. horny movie. And like it's very gender fluid. Yep. Because like everybody's sex fucking, positive. Everybody's sex positive. fucking everything. Everybody's yeah. having a good time. And everybody's fucking every orifice, even if you're making oh, new yeah. orifices. <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> and it's just, it's it is still brutal and it is still like I was just entranced by the whole thing. And I know yeah. people are offended by how fucking gratuitous it is but i don't even i think it has a point to all the gratuitousness and also it makes toronto like it makes toronto look great yeah even though yeah. it's all like fucking like yeah. highway yeah. highways and skylines is this it, yeah. like the one of the crashes actually on the dvp uh there's one on the dvp yeah. there's one on the gardener oh my god um, car graveyards underneath the gardener the car yeah. graveyards yeah. under the gardener their house or their apartment overlooks the 401 yeah yeah, yeah i knew that yeah when you see all those like when you see those 12 lanes of highway, yeah. you're like oh that's the 401 oh, jesus yeah and it's just it's not that it's unlike everything in his in his filmography but it is also that it's yeah, i would uh, say it stands out it kind of stands, stands out it on stands own. out on yeah. its own right and yeah. it's not so much and it is body horror too because they're like Oh yeah, going yeah, yeah. to horrific things because yeah. they're fucking horny. Brutal crashes and like, yeah, the crashes are brutal and just like the scarring but again, like, is not, insane. Yeah. They're and, not even Hollywood crashes. It's just like this is just a car crash. Nah, yeah, like, just just a yeah, car crash. Yeah. It's very in your face. I wish I wish I I watched this one. I think I'm probably going to watch it because I have that uh, Criterion no, of crash yeah. that yes. I need to watch. You, need, you needed definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's brutal. Even the even the makeup effects on uh, Rosanna Arquette's yeah. leg, like oh yeah, seriously, that's incredible work. Yeah, yeah. and it's another motif of his where things look vaginal. Yeah, always, <laughs> always vaginal. Always, there's always, there's always a slit somewhere. Yeah, there's a slit somewhere. He, goes, he always goes to like vaginal imagery. Yeah, and it's just. I was just entranced by it. Like I just put it on just because I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll watch Crash. And I just sat there and I just kept watching. And like they had to invent a new category at Cannes because they didn't. They wanted to give it like some people wanted to give it the Palm Door, but like Francis Ford Coppola was like, absolutely the fuck not. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, him and Cronenberg have beef, but (laughs) it's just hey, man, Cronenberg's not for everybody. It's it's heavy, and it definitely needed. I needed to watch it as an adult to get the, not even like, 
again, it's another, it, it is an accessible film, but it's also yeah, very pornographic yeah, and very, very, pornographic, yeah. very, like, I can see where all the controversy yeah, yeah. comes from. But and the thing that I like about Cronenberg films in general, and just speaking on bests, is that no matter what one I've seen, it always just lets me, like, after I finished, I'm not just, like, sitting there, like, Oh yeah, that was that was straightforward. I get it. It's like I gotta think about it a little bit. And it's just... la- like layers. I was telling yeah. I was telling this to somebody. He's he's the kind of filmmaker where his movies have layers, right? And every time you see it, you see it, you see it from a different perspective. And yeah. you're just like, holy shit, okay, yeah, I'm starting to see what the fuck he he means, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that he said in the Q and A that that we were at on on Monday, um, was that like he doesn't he's not ever specifically putting meaning into his work. Like he's not, he's not out there with an agenda or a yeah. motive. Yeah. His thing is just like, which is nice that he can outright say that yeah. so that we don't have people decades from now yeah. doing it. Like they do Kubrick where they're yeah. like, it's a, it's an allusion to this. It's all yeah. this. And he's just, and Kubrick would have just been like, I'm just nope. a perfectionist who just likes what I like. Yeah. Cause I'm, and- fucking weird yeah and like, and like that's basically what Cronenberg was like he was just like yeah I, I don't like there's no I don't specifically go out to make a movie that is a specific statement it's basically just I had this thought or this dream or this idea in my head that like I couldn't get out of my head so I just took you along with me on this like I had this horrifying image in my head so I fucking put it on paper and made a movie about it like it's yeah. it's just that it's just like hey welcome to like whatever's happening in Cronenberg's head at the time what who hurt him I don't know seriously like <laughs> I don't know his movies are fucking bleak man I just wish that that man could get a hug from somebody that's that's true too <laughs> yeah. they're not, none of them have a happy ending no. none of them and they're also you were saying that they're all like like rigid timeline but they also don't really like it's like a whole story yeah which again it's not something that anybody does anymore no. yeah it's no. always it's like, all self-contained it's all, yeah. everyone all of his films are self-contained even though eastern promises was supposed to get a sequel but it's still self-contained it could it could, it could. It could. i would love to see a sequel but you don't need to you like, don't need it on its no, own i'm like that's fine eastern i don't i'm not waiting it's for been 15 years they, yeah. they can just We're move good. on We're good. i wasn't waiting for the mid-credits sting in eastern promises for eastern promises 2 yeah electric boogaloo electric boogaloo or like crash. I'm not waiting for crash too. We're, we're I okay. am at this point. I am. <laughs> <laughs> or the fly too. There, there is was a, a sequel to fly too, oh, but why? he didn't do it. No. Well, then there's no point. That's yeah, not. A it was sequel. about this. It was about the sun. It's fucking oh, weird. God. It's like a, it's a weird it's, one. It's not very good, but the effects are incredible. Ah. Uh, okay. What they do with the effects are nutty. Okay. Because, like, okay. can't he, like, transform into the fly and transform back? Yeah, I think like, so. Like, he doesn't fall apart like oh, yeah, like, gold, like Brundlefly does. But, like, he can transform and, like, he does wacky shit as the fly. It's more of, like, an action movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Less horror. They lean, they lean more into, like, the action than they do the horror. Oh, okay. One. Yeah. Yeah. He's a superhero. Yeah. He's the fly. Something He's like the that. fly. Yeah. I think it's, it's, I think it's on Disney Plus, too. It should it? be on Disney Plus. Like, like that, Jimmy. If you want to <laughs> watch If you want to <laughs> watch it. <laughs> but yeah like that's a good best that's yeah, a good best pick. i just i really admired it this time and i look forward to watching it again good at some point in my life wait a couple <laughs> years after after a couple of cold showers yeah. jimmy hit us with your meh i don't have a meh you don't have a meh nope all right so it's just we're gonna so go we're to just, your worst yeah go to your worst what well, we're we're sk- i have a meh you got a meh go sure, ahead give us a so, meh I went for a first time watch for this one. 
And my meh is a little film from the 70s called Fast Company. You watch Fast Company? I watched Fast Company. Good for you, I buddy. I didn't even realize that was a Cronenberg movie. I, you could not tell. If you sat me down, put this movie on, and didn't tell me a goddamn thing, I would not have assumed that it was a Cronenberg movie. Did have all of his, his tropes? And his... There, is, there is a one. I picked one tro- uh, Cronenberg trope, and it literally was the blueprint for Crash. Oh yeah, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. Even he, he he wrote like he adapted a novel for Crash. That's someone yeah. else's work. Yeah, but um, when I saw it, I saw. So uh, Fast Company is a racing movie. Uh, reminded me a lot of Smokey and the Bandit and Deuce sure. of Hazard. Yeah, has an incredible theme. I'm definitely putting that on my Spotify for sure. Um, is it's your standard run of the mill. Like you got these, uh, you got these good old boys. They're racing for an oil tycoon. Sure. Uh, the boys like to win oil tycoon only likes to sell his oil. Right. Um, the oil, as you do, the oil company is the one sponsoring the car. Uh, oil tycoon gets big for his britches. These guys aren't going to, aren't doing what he wants. He goes with somebody else. They, uh, so he takes everything away, fires everybody, and then they rise above, steal the car back, and then race against, and then hilarity ensues. <laughs> hilarity. <laughs> all right. there motorcycles? There's no motorcycles. It's all drag racing. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's one scene where two girls go into the back of the, uh, I would say, like, trailer kind of thing, because right. it's like a bunch of, like, trucks, like, pulling trailers for yeah. the cars and stuff. Um, one of the racers has a threesome with the two girls. Uh, you don't see it. You see the after when they're just smoking, having a good old time. Tits are out, obviously. And the- another David Cronenberg trope. <laughs> the guy, Tits are out. <laughs> the guy just reaches behind him, pulls out a can of motor oil, and then just pours it over the girl's tits. There I was go. like, oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for something. I was like, come on. I was like, there's got to be something. There's got to be something of Cronenberg in this. And when he did it, I was like, there it is. Do you there know what, it is. Do you know what weight that motor oil was? Was it like five W thirty? It was. Uh, it wasn't the black. It wasn't the black. It was. Uh, it, it was, was like synthetic. Only, yeah. Synthetic. Or, mm. it, yeah. So it was. Um, what was it? It was like almost I like don't a even know yellow, they would yellow have synthetic pure, back then. Yellow clear kind of thing. Maybe. Eh, it's probably still dinosaur bones. I don't want to ruin the ending for you. <laughs> <laughs> is I, it? Is it? Is there blood in it? Uh, there's a little bit of blood. Okay. There's a little bit of car right. explosions right. and stuff. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that there was still something. There's there, there's definitely some violence. Like fucking buddy gets like hit over the head with a tire iron, yeah. and then like fucking he's on the ground passed out, and then blood is just pouring from his head. Sure. Okay. Um, just because I wanted to make sure it was still a yeah. Cronenberg movie. You guys got to seek this one out. Okay. All right. Just for the ending, because okay. the ending, there's a lot of questions and all a right. lot of just like, hey. We should we we save the day. Everything's all good, but everything is not. Everything all good. was not all good. <laughs> when, you're, when you're thinking about it, you're like, um, I'm calling I'm calling shenanigans on that. <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans. There's a, there's a few things that needed to happen, uh, or a th- few things that should have happened in rea- if that happened in reality. Right. Um, yeah, but they like wrap it up in a cute little bow. It's probably the only movie that has a happy ending in a Cronenberg Aww. movie. But you said that's not even happy. Um, it's, it's his least bleak happy. day. Happy, <laughs> the least bleak, the least bleak, least bleak. All right. Um, At that point, someone did give him a hug, <laughs> and then they stopped hugging him after that. But it was, but it, it was, 
Was after saying? his divorce, man. He definitely needed... He made the brood about his divorce. He needed oh, a hug. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it was, it was enjoyable. It's not... I wouldn't say it's, like, best Cronenberg, but uh, I enjoyed it for the most part. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's, nice. it's, not, it's not one of his best. He had... He, I thought there was motorcycles in it, but it must just be the drag, the racing and the... the, the the cars, because I know he has a thing. For, he, he has a love for cars, and, that, yeah, and that's yeah. when people ask him why why he made this movie. It was it was because he he has a thing for cars and he loves right. cars, right? Yeah, and racing cars and that kind of thing. Yeah, so that makes sense. That that checks out. Yeah, yeah. Again, no no other ulterior motive. Just I like cars. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> this is what I was thinking about: threesomes, motor oils, and cars. Yeah, fair. And the good old boys, <laughs> and the good old boys, and oil tycoons. <laughs> Yeah, very Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Seriously, that's all I was thinking about. And Smokey and the Bandit. Did they uh, the horn? Like the Dukes no, of Hazzard. they didn't get the horn. No, no, no. They, I don't really have a meh. The one I like, I lo- like the least was Shivers, but I don't want to call it a meh because I think there's some great blueprint or great moments in it mm. it's and tony said it best like it starts off with a fucking bang and it ends on a literal bang and <laughs> well, tony just, also just discovered it was produced by ivan reitman oh yeah, yeah buddy seriously oh, yeah i love canadian tax dollars of work. <laughs> yeah buddy <laughs> um he produced uh rabid too oh fuck cool <laughs> that's cool very that's very awesome. cool r.i.p arrive and reitman but uh so i want to just jump to the worst tony i know you're going to agree with me on this fucking cosmopolis oh you're going with cosmopolis i thought you would go with maps i was going to talk about I, cosmopolis did you watch maps i did not watch maps. fine then i'll just talk about i'll top it my worst was definitely Cosmopolis, but if you want to talk about it, that's fine. My second worst was Maps to the Stars. Um, you saw that one back I, when it came out, I think. I saw it shortly after it came out. Yeah. Buddy over here saw I it at saw Tiff. It at Tiff. Tiff. Oh had a fucking God. intro with David Cronenberg. I was like, just yeah. fuck me up, man. Like, I'm yeah. fucking ready. Fuck me up, daddy. And then it, yeah. and then it didn't? It did, but it's not the greatest it's just it's not it's overwritten oh okay like it's a lot of inside baseball hollywood talk satire Mm. like it's very satirical and it's just there's so much going on there's like a whole incest thing going on there's a lot of a lot of incest and a lot of like abuse and trauma and julianne moore being a fucking psychopath oh, she's not a psychopath she's she's fucked yeah, up yeah she's fucked up but she's not like, a psycho tony i'm she's, sorry but when she's fucking da- she's running into that room dancing that the kid died so that she could get the part she's literally like Jesus. skipping having a like fucking let's, like let's, singing a song it's more of like a sociopath okay, okay she's let's not do a psycho okay sociopath yeah but she's also like obsessed with her image she's an aging actress who isn't getting the role she wants anymore. Mm -hmm. And she's living in the shadow of her mom, who was a better actress than her. And she abused her. So she's haunted by her mother, Mm -hmm. Sarah Gaden. She's our Gaden. She's the best part of that movie for sure. And she just, she's just like a ghost. Mm -hmm. A ghost. 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 It's just, there's a lot going on. And by the time, and then 
the effects aren't that great. Like the blood effects are great right. and they, mm -hmm. they make very beautiful use of a genie, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think the people who invent who, who came up with the genie <laughs> intended for it to be used that way. Amazing. But it's just, by the end, I was like, okay. Mm. Like, I wasn't bored this time. I remember the first time I was bored to tears, but I wasn't bored this time. It just was just like, all right. Cool. It's done now. Yeah. The problem cool. the problem that with that movie is like no one is likable. Like, oh yeah. Everyone's, everyone's a piece everyone's of, a shit. Piece of right. shit. And even the ones who are appearing to be good are still a piece of shit. Right. So it's there's hard no to, one to latch on to. There's no one to latch on to. You're just waiting for shit to happen. Right. Right? Yeah. And it's just like it makes Hollywood look not like Hollywood looks beautiful in it. Yeah, definitely. It's just Oh, sorry. It's actual Hollywood and not Part Toronto. No, both, no, there's a good chunk of it's in Toronto, but like there's definitely like there's scenes where they're like standing with the sign there. Right. right yeah, and then yeah. there's another scene, I believe that's on Rodeo Drive. And like most of it's Toronto. Yeah, but, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but he did shoot a little bit in Hollywood. And then there's like another scene where she's at the uh, the Walk of Fame. Oh, nice. So I would have walk of fame. I, no, walk. no, it's it's definitely not. <laughs> but I would have loved to have seen like the shooting day there because it's like it's Mia Wachowska and uh Robert Pattinson like I could just see like the crowd that would have would have been like oh I want to see this all on the walk of fame today and like no you got to keep walking Pattinson's yeah. here don't stop <laughs> keep moving keep moving keep, keep moving. moving keep moving but yeah I just I don't want to say it's a meh I just I liked it more but I'm not a big fan of it at all I would like to rewatch it. I, I think I've only mm. seen it. I've only seen it once. And fun fact about that movie. I did the return when they were returning all the gear after the, yep. after the, um, the shoot was done. I did the return. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. You might've touched a cable that Cronenberg also may have touched. May have, may have, who knows? Who knows? Uh, the, I remember the, uh, it was the grip. Cronenberg doesn't get his hands on no, the board. Come on. That's true. I did That's the grip true. return and I was asking like the, uh, the grips, like stories and stuff and they shared stories of the shoot and stuff and it was uh pretty wild nice robert pattinson's a weird guy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he's yeah. a weird guy i feel uh, like he would be yeah, yeah. and that's uh, have you seen his body of work yeah yeah good on him for going to <laughs> going to the lengths he does to get out we've of that we've all seen high life that's true <laughs> Jesus Christ, High Life. <laughs> high Life is a uh, box. I just yeah. not enough fuck box. Never <laughs> enough. Never enough fuck box. <laughs> Tony. Tony, hit us with Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis. Well, um, with that being said about Robert Pattinson being weird, it's a yeah. perfect segue yeah. into yeah. Cosmopolis. <laughs> round two of our pants and Cronenberg. I literally think that he's a fucking alien in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he is not human at all. Wonderful. And like his uh, prostate is asymmetrical. His prostate is asymmetric. What? Yeah. <laughs> his he prostate says it multiple he times. He says it multiple times. And literally, oh like, God. he gets a fucking, uh, he gets a prostate exam in the middle of his limo. Lovely. Which is, like, the best limo ever. Like, can we just agree, like, the that limo, limo is, is very cool. And he has, like, a little toilet thing so they can, like, oh, literally just... cool. The whole... Most of the movie is in that limo and, like, they... Yeah, you it's could very see fine yeah. space. Yeah. You could see most of the part of that budget went to designing that fucking limo. Nice. And uh yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a 
bad movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I All don't, right. and maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it's because I don't understand it because it maybe it's just going over my head. It took me six times to finish this fucking Jesus. movie um, because it's just so dragged out. It's just so long and it's literally just Is it only an hour and a half. No, it's not hour it's 40 hour Ooh, and 40. Hour four. That's lengthy, mm. but it's just Robert Pattinson droning on oh. and on. And there's a fucking pastry assassin. Oh yeah. <laughs> pastry assassin. So this pastry assassin, it's literally just this guy who goes up to people like random celebrities and just right. pies them in the face. That, that, that that's it. That's it. That's, yeah. that's, that's not that's like little, an acid filled pie. No, no it's just no. a pie in the face. And he, and he does it for clout and they take pictures, they take pictures and yeah. it's like, he does it for the fame kind of thing. And he said in the movie, he says he gives up pieing the president so that he could pie Robert Pattinson. Yeah, because he's the he's okay. the head of a uh, he's the of this big comp this big, big company big bank banking thing and yeah, like right. he's he like loses all his money during the day because oh, he's I trying see. to okay. bet on the yuan yeah yeah and just and it literally the whole movie is about him in the limo going and the, there's like a there's a riot in the city right and um he's trying to get across town so that he can get a haircut yeah. Oh. While his whole world, while his whole world is falling apart, right? Yeah, and so like the pie in the face is supposed to put him back on top. Uh, no, it's just, no, it's, it's just, just one of the episodic moments. Yeah. Oh, there's it's all it's all taken in like episodes, oh. which is weird because like the cast is stacked with top notch performers, but they like all have like a segment oh. where yeah. they're talking back and forth with him about capitalism and about banking and about life and about um. How what much he wants whatever. to fuck since yeah. the one girl like was Sarah Gaden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just she has never looked better than she does in yeah. this movie. Well, don't forget about Emily. Uh, what's her name? Stevie from uh, Shifts Creek. Oh, Emily Ham- Ham- Emily Ham- Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah, she was there the other day. We yeah. saw her. Oh, yeah. for fuck's <laughs> sakes. Oh, yeah. that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, like there's this moment with them and they're literally like like you could cut the sexual tension because they have this, all this tension and they're like literally just playing with each other. And, and it's when he's getting his prostate. And it's when he's getting, he's getting his prostate exam. So he's like, he's like looking at her and being like, I want to fuck you after I get this doctor. Like this, yeah, after this doctor, after this doctor hand out of my yeah, ass. I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. And he, fight, yeah, he fucks one girl in the fucking limo too. Yeah. Good for him. But yeah, I was so, and I was so disappointed with uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was like his limo driver and he's trying to protect him and everything. And then after he gets pied in the face, he's like, don't, don't, don't say what happens. Oh, <laughs> he gets oh, shot no. in the face. He, gets shot, he literally just gets <laughs> yeah, shot in the yeah. face. But Jesus. Like, literally, he just gets shot in the face. Yeah. And oh, like literally like there's kids playing at a basketball court yeah. and he just shoots the guy in the face and then he just hucks the gun into the fucking court and walks away. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has a brand new driver like, like that. <laughs> he wasn't the driver. No, he was the driver. No, he wasn't. Or was he, he the bodyguard? He was the head of the security. Oh, that oh. makes sense. Okay. So he rode shotgun. He rode shotgun. Okay. It's, so just not a recommend. Don't I, would, skip I would it. skip it. I would skip it. It's just, it's a lot of heavy, heady philosophical nonsense. And it's just, 
I find that some of his movie, like we've we've said this, like some of his movies grow on you, like Videodrome. The first time I saw it, I literally I saw it with my buddy, yeah. and we had to go somewhere after the movie ended, and we just sat in silence in the car for a bit, and then like maybe like twenty minutes after, twenty minutes after, I just looked at him and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, <laughs> that was my reaction after watching it for the first time. Was the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. But I've I've grown on it. Yeah, and I think it's a I think it's a great film now. But I didn't grow on Cosmopolis right. and I didn't grow on Maps to the Stars. No. Yeah. No. Like I still think they're both just like lower tier. Yeah. Like yeah. they they had they're distinctive enough, but yeah, lower tier. There's 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 moments in it. Like there's there's moments I like about maps. There was there's moments in Cosmopolis, but like not it, right. It just not, doesn't it just it just doesn't work. Like it's like yeah. I've only seen Cosmopolis twice. And the first time I watched it, I had a fucking hard time getting through it too. Yeah. It's it's I would say it's is the hardest movie to get through from Cronenberg. Mm. So low tier. Low, low tier. tier. Low tier, tier for sure. D tier? D tier. I'd put it on a D tier. D tier. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. No. Which is disappointing, right? For, because for like, a guy who's got a lot of bangers, it's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to have one or two one or that two. are not great. Yeah. One or three, I don't know. Hold it's just kind of shitty that they're all coming now and not earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads us directly into our main topic. Even though this entire thing is Cronenberg, so we're just going to continually talk about Cronenberg, but let's talk about Crimes of the Future. Oh, yes. The new Cronenberg. That premiered He's again. back, baby. He's back. And he he's never still left. fucking weird. And he's... <laughs> he never left. He's he never. still there. He's always been here. He's still Cronenberg. What'd you guys think of the movie? I've liked it more since in the moment. I wasn't a big fan, but I've liked it more since we've seen it. I think it's, I think my issue with it is that there's a lot of ideas and he, they're not fully realized. It yeah. just feels like there's just like so much happening. Yeah. And it's not that it's rushed. Mm -hmm. No. It's just there's so much happening and I just feel like there's no resolution. Yeah. To a lot yeah. of things. To a lot of things. There's just a lot of shit that he just throws out there. He like sets just it like, up and then, and then it just, there's nothing. It, it goes nowhere. It, yeah. Like there's just so many things happening and there's just the one thing is kind of resolved but it's all about performance art and kind of like Vigo is like the stand-in for Cronenberg. Yeah. Who's yeah. basically saying like, this is me. This is me. I'm here to entertain yeah. you, but I got yeah. my demons too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, but it also has this like, almost now that I'm, I'm kind of thinking back on it and realizing it, it has this almost like you know, right towards the end, this Eastern promises thing of just like, Oh, by the way, he's like, he's undercover and he's trying to infiltrate oh, this yeah. gang. And I'm like, okay, but then what are we doing with it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> He's just going to infiltrate it. Oh, that guy's going to die. Okay. Yeah. Like it's just it's just very it's strange and it's Cronenberg it's Cronenbergian. Yes. Very much. Like it's a very distinct dystopic vision. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, vaginal where she's like sucking off his his oh, his, his, his zipper his slit. Zipper yeah. slit. Guys, I need to say if you could have seen Melissa's face because <laughs> Melissa went to see that shout out to my wife she is literally the greatest person like the fact that she came with me to see this movie after yeah. knowing what she was getting involved with but guys I shit you not her face I wish I could have took a picture 
because it was absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. And I knew it was coming too. I was like, oh amazing. shit. Like they're getting they're getting kind of like, you know, like frisky. Frisky. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. She's totally gonna lick it. And then he's oh, just yeah. like, and then when he <laughs> when he's like, what's the line? He's like, make sure it doesn't spill or something, or don't spill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at Mac and Melissa, and she's literally like <sighs> <laughs> she has her hood up. Yeah. Her eyes literally like her eyes are fucking like saucers. Just, just Cronenberg's back on his bullshit, baby. You know what though? I do mm. want to talk about. I want to talk about the setting a little bit too. So this was one of the films that was not set in Toronto. Yeah, COVID he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to shoot to it because in of, because yeah. of COVID he wasn't able to, and yeah. he shot it all in Greece. Yeah, well, he got to he, he Greece was going to give him all the tax credits, so that's why Which they is went. fine. Yeah. But like, it, well, so we paid, we paid for some of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I that's what I love about all. I'm, I keep cutting you off, but I just I just love that we paid for so many of these movies yes. with our taxes. Seriously, hundred <laughs> percent. But like, even so, that first shot where it's that cruise ship that's like tipped over in the water. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. I guess they just like CGI'd that boat to give it this like futuristic thing. And then in the Q&A, he's like, no, that, the boat just is there in yeah. Greece on its side. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, that was like what sold him on Greece too, is he was just like touring to find locations that he saw that. And he's like, I guess we're fucking shooting here. This is amazing. <laughs> um, but like the rest of it too, like just it, it, Greece itself gave off this like futuristic dystopian vibe immediately and then everything else that he crafted the fucking bed the weird fucking feeding chair the that, feeding remind, that reminded me a little bit of Naked Lunch almost sure with oh, like yeah. this because the, 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 it was like yeah. very much like the centipede and Naked Lunch yeah but it, right. it's very much like this like okay we're in the future but it's Cronenberg's future so Cronenberg's future incorporates beds that weirdly attach to your arms <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah chairs that hug you and help you digest food um uh, uh fucking autopsy beds that you control with a little piece of putty like it's like surgery's it's, the new sex baby so, oh yeah, he's not good at the old sex he's no, not good at, he's not good at the, the old sex. sex that part was great i'm not so good at the great. old sex yeah. so great oh no notes um, no notes but like it just it just the entire setting worked so so very well and like all you had to do was add these like little cronenberg touches to Greece, and it was like boom now you're in a completely different planet yeah completely different future like it took nothing even though he barely changed like he was saying some of the buildings had all the, the graffiti on it he's like we didn't that we didn't add that's it. That, that was that, that's the building the center, yeah. <laughs> so it was just like it was very cool to sort of see that like he found a city that like worked for the vision that he was going for and i yeah, think yeah, the yeah, vision yeah. comes across it very well like the oh, setting sure. is very very interesting and cool and realized without being over explanatory about it you just kind of are just like yeah i guess you just have to take this it, is right? the world yeah. cool all right there's a ship graveyard all right yeah i can get behind that like no one walks at night it's literally just one oh, or no, two if people if you're out at night you're yeah. uh you're stabbing some chick's <laughs> leg yeah that's pain doesn't exist pain anymore. doesn't exist anymore yeah. that's a Which cool is a concept, a very cool concept. Thing to think about right that's a cool concept yeah. and when they're having sex but they're just like slicing into each other that's cool that yeah that's an interesting concept yeah and that that plays on like what happens in videodrome yeah, like he's, yeah. he's playing on that again and he's yeah. playing on crash again yeah and I just think he introduces too many ideas and too many characters. Yeah, the plot gets too complicated. Get, yeah. It's not that it's it's not overcomplicated. No. It's just he doesn't it's too much. It's too Sorry, much. It's, it's not complicated. It's, it's, it's just too, too much, much of it. Too much happening. Yeah. yeah. Complicated is not the right word. There's, there's just too, a lot. There's too much of it. 
and there, it, there's so much that there's not time to resolve all of it. Yeah. Like you, he would have needed an extra half an hour to finish off all those plot lines that he just yeah. kept like throwing out into the ether. And yeah, yeah, like you're like, well, who the fuck is this guy? What the fuck are they doing? What's their motivation? Well, what the, What was the point of Ear Man? Yeah, just what, that's to performance be an, art. That's huh? performance art. Yeah. Performance just art. Just to be and like surgery. the antithesis yeah. to the other guy. Oh yeah, most of his ears don't work. It's like. Yeah, it's kind of okay. that's see you're sure you're getting yeah. in on it. But at the same time, we watched it like what, a week ago and you're only coming up I, with it now? Like I, come on. I also want to I also just want to watch that that ear man dance on a loop, right? Seriously. More scenes need dance moments did, in them. Did they re- resolve the uh the beauty contest? No. No. That was an okay. idea that just was okay. out there. Okay. Never so, I went didn't, anywhere. so I didn't no. miss anything. Because no, like the didn't. whole movie felt like a hallucination. Like it's very like dreamlike. Yeah. Like and I felt like I was halluc- not call it a dream. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a, nightmare. Well, it's a nightmare. But I felt like I hallucinated most of the yeah. movie, right? And like I've been trying to think back and I was like, did I drift yeah. off at some no, point? But that like, was one of the things the, that where the fuck did the beauty contest go? Never happened. I what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that never happened. We don't know why those girls are just wandering around with a drill. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just it was the same. It, it was the same. whole message about sustainability yeah. and the environment yeah. with like the synthetic plastic yeah. stuff. Like that, yeah, like that. Like that's interesting that's a fucking too. Cool interesting idea. idea. Too. Very cool. Like there's idea. a lot of cool Cronenberg yeah. touches. Yeah, and ideas. He's a beautiful idea man, and he's better than Guillermo, who's always been an idea man, but not a fucking he not does, an execution he man. He's not an execution man. Don't talk yeah. dirty about my man Del Toro. <laughs> Dave's still in his feud. He's I know he is. I know he is, but Del Toro's a fucking genius, I still man. Love Shape, I, I do love Shape of Water. Yeah. I do love that we got to see it at the Elgin. And that he said that he wanted to make a movie about where the fish fucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he did it. About the fish. <laughs> and he fucks. And he fucks. <laughs> and he did it. And he did it. That Mexican I, fucking guy. <laughs> Just fucking like Mexican. Who, who watches Jesus creature Christ. from the full Mexican? Who watches the creature from the Black Lagoon? He's like, you know what? But make what this if bit. sex? But what if he fucks? What if green pies and sex in a bathroom? Anyway, anyways, let's circle back to our man. Circle Cronenberg. back to yeah. our man Cronenberg. He, there's a lot of great ideas here, yeah. and I feel like it's a movie that's going to get that's going to grow on me, yeah. much like the organs inside of oh, Vigo. Yeah. But as it is, I think it's it doesn't come fully to fruition. I think Agreed. he just kind of like he just stops. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. I don't and know. The, the, there's yeah. obviously a reason for yeah. it. Yeah. But at the same time, there's just so much mysterious bullshit happening that yeah, you're just yeah. like, that's where that's where I landed, and that's why I was like, this one out of all of the ones that I've seen, and like I liked every single one that I've like, watched. This is, where, this is this the one was, I would have said, Matt. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would've this said, would have been my worst, meh. only because everything else was better. Yeah, than this that's to fair. me because I haven't seen Maps of the Stars or Cosmopolis, Ugh. so I don't have a worst <laughs> right now. They're all pretty good, but like, yeah, I agree. This is this is very sort of it's fine. It just, I wish it had a little bit more focus or maybe dropped a couple of, yeah, if it had more focus, it wouldn't have had so many fucking ideas that it was throwing at the wall, like fucking yeah. spaghetti noodles. Like there was really cool parts. And I, I mean, I've kind of figured out the way that I like to interpret the ending, but you know, you can to each their no, own. I like there's, your there's interpretation. A, of there's it. a we mileage can, may vary on that one. We Let's, can talk about that. We can talk about that after. But what I, I do like about Cronenberg. So after watching all of these movies. Um, the one thing that is clear, you know, 
every single one, including not even some of the ones that I didn't even watch, but that I've just heard about now. Um, this man is a really sex positive filmmaker. Like he doesn't shy away from it ever. Like there is some way in some shape that somebody's getting their rocks off. May not be pretty, oh, but it's happening. It's like, all about it's all about sex and violence yeah. and just like perverting the body. Yeah. Seriously. I guess. Yeah. And Looking at it in a different way and, and mugwompism. Mugwomp. So much mugwompism. Um but he's such I, I feel like because of all of that and because of the films that he's made, he's just he's to me one of the most important filmmakers out there. Oh yeah. Still. Plus, like, he invented an entire genre to that's himself. What I mean. Like he's just out there. He's oh, he, yeah, he is his own genre. Yeah, coming seriously. from that, coming from that Q and A where he's just like, these are just the ideas I have in my head. It's just so great to see that he's just like, I had this idea. He found people who were willing to work with him. Sometimes they have to find the money while they're shooting the movie, but he finds a way to make it happen. It's not like one for them, one for me. It's all for me, <laughs> and you just get to come along for the ride. You like, get to come on the journey. It's I think that's important to continually push that boundary and oh, just for sure. And that's what he mess does with he, you a little he pushes the boundary every fucking movie. Yeah. And it's it's an incredible thing to watch. And going back to going back to the layers, every movie has layers and you find new things every time you watch it. I think I'm going to I think I would have to agree with Dave. Like, I feel like this movie Crimes of the Future will grow on me because yeah. all of his movies grow grew on me like uh like after i've watched certain except ones for maps and cosmo well except well, those ones yeah but you never but you, but you never <laughs> but you never know but like after i watched certain movies like they they grew on me like fly was the fly was a complete banger from the start yeah. right videodrome grew on me another movie which i know dave doesn't like very well but i feel like it would grow on him too naked lunch mm. grew on me I will watch Naked Lunch again when James wants to watch it. All right. I'm not watching Naked Lunch ever I will again. Watch after it, I will watch it again when when he watches good. it. I, I don't need to. Good. I don't want to watch explain. it. I need I, to explain. Good. Like I don't want to watch it ever again after. But that. I think crimes. I think crimes will will make more sense after multiple viewings. Maybe. And, Cronenberg, and Cronenberg's one of those filmmakers where you're just like, okay, like you know what? Like I'll watch it yeah. again. Like or you or you get off his back about the stuff that doesn't go anywhere. Exactly. And you just are like whatever. You're like, like whatever. just let like, it happen. Like just but. let it happen. Um, but yeah, crimes with crimes, like the ending was kind of, I would say the ending was kind of abrupt yep. and like leaves it up to its own interpretation. Yeah. Um, it is very abrupt. Yeah. But and man, it, like, I feel like I just blinked and then all of a sudden it was like directed by yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. wait, what? Like, that's it. Yeah. Like it sets it up. I was like, okay, this is the end type thing. But I was just, it's still, it's like, yeah. But what about this and this and this? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, you still have all those unanswered questions. They're never going to be answered. Um, his use of practical effects has always been chef's kiss, top notch, like He's constantly really, and still yeah. like even in crimes of the future, there's still really good practical work happening yeah. in there. Like he's not just like, oh, we can just. We can just green screen. He's that. never been. A, he's never been. All a right, guy Vigo, to lean. Put, put your fucking green suit on. We'll do the rest yeah. like. He's never been a, a guy to lean heavily into C no. CGI. Like it's always been practical. Yeah. Right. And well, when he does lean into CGI, it looks like ass. Well, it looks like absolute ass, yeah. but it's because he doesn't care. And then obviously the money's not going towards the CGI. The yeah. money's Very going clear. towards the there's, fucking practical there's not, stuff. There's not all that much money to begin with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's, no one's given fucking David Cronenberg a hundred million to do something. I wish they did. I want to see what that looks like. Well, his movies aren't going to make 
yeah. unless he makes something commercial enough like yeah. the fly again mm-hmm. yeah and and even commercial enough like the fly again like in quotes for that like that that works but only because that is his most accessible film yeah. which is yeah. saying something because that movie is fucked what did you guys think of Kristen Stewart? I was literally about yeah. to talk yeah, about her. I, feel like I, thought, I thought she was great. She was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I thought she was really like, good. She stole, like, every time she appeared on screen, she was great. She stole the she's show. Still, she's still Kristen Stewart. Yeah. It's just, just Kristen Stewart. There's not, like, that's, that's the same performance she's been given, like, just knocking it out every single, like, she's just Kristen. She doesn't do anything different. She's just always, like, you know, take take this performance, put a British accent on it. And she's Diana again. Like, yeah, it's this, but I like it's just her cadence and like the way that she, yeah. the way that she acts, but, but she's still dialed into great. those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 100%. Like and that little works. squirrel voice that she does. And she's just like, so like, you it know, works. she's quirky. And like yeah. when she's like got coming on to Vigo, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a metaphor for sex. Yeah, of yeah, course it yeah, is. We get, we, we get horses. It it's, 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 we get yeah. it. We saw you did not need to spell that one out for us, buddy. We know. Uh, we but, know they're getting the rocks off to a weird autopsy. <laughs> and uh, Don, Don McKellar, he was he was great too. He was fucking weird as shit, but I know Dave doesn't. Dave uh, does not. I, I Dave, wanted, why do you I have so go, many beef with people? <laughs> I, wanted, on, I, wanted, I wanted to go up and say hi to him after the performance because I almost. You well, should have. I, I I I walked into Cameron Bailey, like <laughs> literally, like had to like oh oh which which way are you gonna go? Like yeah, I did that with him too. And fucking and yeah and and yeah I. I grazed shoulders with with fucking speedman. That's amazing. And then like we came out from the bathroom and Don McKellar was there. I'm like, hey Dave, you want to go say hi to Don? And he's like, no, let's leave. Ah, <laughs> uh, <you laughs> fucking ass, man. He he was fine. He rubs Dave the wrong way. <laughs> what, what, I want. I really want to see last night. I hear last night is very very good, and I really want to see it. What what is it about him that you don't like? Is it just his face? Oh, okay. Like in person or just in his acting? People could say that, you know. Uh, you could say it's yeah. in person. That's fine. Yeah. Both. Oh, Both. Okay. That's okay. okay. That's okay. People say that David Cronenberg's really pretentious. Well, yeah. Some people say Dave Baldwin's pretentious. I would, I would also <laughs> like to agree that uh, Mr. Dave Baldwin is pretentious. I have heard that. Yeah, considering he, what, what was it, last year that he watched Jackass for the first time? Because he was above that kind yeah, of cinema. It was like six above. months ago. <laughs> and now he's like chomping at the bit to see Jackass forever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. sometimes you just... Cinema, David. You're... Your tastes change. Sure. They told me when I was much younger, like your your tastes are going to change. And I was like, I don't believe you. And they they fucking have. have. (laughs) They have changed. Like, I still like watching superhero movies. Sure. And I still like race out to go see them. But like, I don't love them anymore. I still haven't seen Eternals. And like, I was excited for fucking Crimes of the Future. I wouldn't have been excited for Crimes of the Future 20 years ago. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like you I went love into the the pure cinema of Cronenberg. Like I love, I just love that it's so distinct. Yeah, and it's so different, and it's a shame that he has to struggle to get money. Yeah, because yeah. his movies are decidedly not commercial enough. Yeah, and like this is his first movie in eight years, and he's seventy nine, and like who knows how much time he's got left? He's not. He's he's not Clint Eastwood banging him out every year. Yeah, yeah. 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 Two, two well, takes. Were good. Two yeah. takes were good. 
That baby's not real, Clint. We got it on film. Two Doesn't takes. matter. Two <laughs> takes. It. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> we got it. It's in 120 frames. It's fine. That baby's going to look fine. <laughs> Throw the stunt, baby. Yeah. Like, oh my. Oh I just remember how laughably bad that was. <laughs> I like that movie, but that part is laughably bad. But like Cronenberg doesn't do that. No. And it's hard because he's not going to be around forever. And he's leaving this, this eclectic body yeah. of work. Yeah. And I'm a pre and like I said earlier, I like that he's putting it out there that he's like, yeah. I don't mean anything secret by this. Yeah. It's not actually about, about Americans taking over native land. Yeah. It's not about the fake yeah. moon landing. Well, they, like, tried it's to, not... they tried to bait out the censorship thing too from him. And he was just like, really not having it. Yeah. I wanted to hear more talk about more censorship yeah. because he's been fighting censorship the entire time. Yeah. yeah. He's making, because of how sex positive he is. He's making how... these movies that always, that, He's making these movies that push the boundaries yeah. of good and bad taste. And I would have loved to have heard him talk about censorship or just yeah. his feelings on the continuing Twitter movement of, do we need sex in films? Oh God. Which is bullshit. Yeah. But the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always because people yes. have, people have sex in real life. Yeah. People enjoy having being pleasured in yeah. real life. Yeah, people enjoy having their zipper slits licked. Like, come hey, on. Sometimes come on. I want my organ tongue punched. <laughs> right? What the fuck? Right? Yeah. Jesus. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. Come to on. Each their own. To, to each, each their own. Shame on this podcast. No, to do each not. their own. And it's just... Especially this week now that uh, Netflix has said that they're not going to be spending money on... Um, Oh, movies yeah. like the irishman or the power of the dog as what much was, what was the term yeah. of phrase that they used like spending money on like uh, passion vanity projects. projects vanity, vanity projects. projects yeah yeah which Fuck it's, off it's true like let let's be serious the irishman is a vanity project sure but it's also so much more than yeah. that and it's just like they're not going to spend money on that they're not going to be yeah. spending money on attracting auteurs and people that are making movies that are interesting they're, and different. It just shows that they're switching to that business focus yeah. of like, no, this movie has to make money for us. If yeah. it's not going to make money for us, we're not going to spend money on it, which exactly. is like what all the studios have been doing for fucking years. But like it pushes out voices. It pushes out voices and we're probably not going to get another Cronenberg movie. Well, unless he's not literally... on Netflix. Yeah. Well, definitely <laughs> well, not lining, on Netflix. He, I heard he's lining up uh, an adaptation of his book. That'd be cool. Which would be cool. Would Did you, you read his book? book? I have it. I've seen. I've read. Uh, I've read parts of it. Mm -hmm. I haven't read the whole thing. Is it wacky? Um, it's definitely wacky, and it is very fucking Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Well, it he is. did say like he really enjoyed writing his book. Like that was another thing that came out of the, or maybe that was out of the intro or something or the Q and A. I don't remember, but yeah, that like he enjoyed writing a book more than making a movie. Well, probably because it's easier for him to get it out than it is making a movie, yeah, right? Because he just well, gets he to sit in his room and fire off a book instead yeah. of like trying well, he to get also all this doesn't money. Have to yeah. like make concessions yep. or come up with agreements yeah. or comply with and he's only limited by his own imagination he's only exactly right he doesn't have a he doesn't have to answer to anybody no yeah well he has to answer his publisher but an editor an editor yeah but, but the publisher is like Cronenberg here make a book yeah. make a book we'll okay. okay it's just gonna sell because your name's on yeah. it yeah. yeah like 
And maybe this is all to say that, you know, Brandon is going to start. I hope so. I fucking he's hope gonna so, He's going to bring man. it back. Like, I hope his new he, movie is going to be good. Apparently, yeah. they they test screened at the day me and James saw Top Gun. Nice. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's coming to TIFF. Yeah. But it's, TIFF this year? Yeah. Holy I hope. Fuck. I'm, I'm sure really, it's done. If they're test screening, it's going to yeah, be close yeah. to done. Damn, that's amazing. I really, right. I, as long as he continues on his journey to finding, like, sort of his own voice. Yes. And, like, stepping out of his father's shadow a yes. little bit. But, but like, still, like channeling like yeah, yeah, yeah. he can channel it he but he needs to it, step, but still step out, out. and i think that, and i think it was a step in the right direction with possessor exactly oh, exactly antiviral was basically no that was that was that was a aping, that, aping that, that, that was playing on the hits yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> that then, was playing and then, but then there's possessor which was wholly unique and felt cronenberg in but i mean he is a cronenberg so i kind of get it yeah. but then it was his own thing it, it was his wasn't own. yes it was it was so he wasn't playing the hits he was yeah he was trying to pivot I actually want to watch Possessor again. It's been a while. Yeah, Fucking I would like to watch it again movie. too. Yeah. Give me give me more elephant masks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about what's his dick getting his brains bashed oh, yeah. in. Fucking what the fuck? <laughs> that guy can't catch a break. No, poor guy. No, poor guy. <laughs> but that's just it's bothering me that we're not going to have these singular visions yep. anymore. We're not going to have unique visions. There's and less of them. There's less of them. And like, we're taking the whole multiverse thing and learning the wrong lesson from it. But yeah, then like, yeah. audiences love the multiverse. It's like, I don't think no. they do. I don't, I don't know that that's why I love everything everywhere all no, at once. that's not why. Well, I love it I because love of the hot, hot dog fingers. But. Yes. I love everything everywhere all at once because of a lot of wacky ideas that the multiverse allows them to experiment with. But that's not why. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love the multiverse. I, I don't love multiverse of madness because of no. the multiverse. Exactly. I just... I think there's a lot of wrong lessons and I think in yeah. the wake of the pandemic, they're just, they're trying to figure out what works to bring audiences back. Yeah. And I think they're taking the wrong lessons and we're not going to have another Cronenberg, but we are going to get Morbius too. Oh, yes. But we are going to get Morbius <laughs> too, where he Wait, stops no. the, no. he stops the movie to say it's, it's Morbin time. time. Tony's Tony's a little out of the loop. There's been this thing going around where like They've been uh, it's been a meme Morbius of Morbius because of how bad it is. And it's like, yeah, it's Morbin time. And now Sony's in on the joke, I guess, to at a point because Jared Leto made this like meme video of him holding a script that said Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. They re-released it in theaters this weekend. Yeah, I like, saw that. I was like, I was looking at the, the screening times for our theater near us and I was like, the fuck is Morbius <laughs> doing back here? <laughs> It's not like 10 p.m. too. I'm like, who the fuck is going to see this at 10 o'clock at night? I'm ashamed to be a filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the curb in your enthusiasm music. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll insert it there for Tony right after he says that. I'm ashamed. Oh. But like, it's sad. It's sad. And like going through like the the filmmakers who who influenced me and influenced yeah. the work like Cronenberg's at the top and like guys like Del Toro and John Carpenter, like John Carpenter hasn't made a movie in a long time. Exactly. Long but like time. he's, he's his he's scores a, are great. Though. Yep. His scores are great. His movies, are, his movies are great. Like these, these are the kind of filmmakers that aren't like, there's no, the new generation are not going to be, these kind of guys and these no, kind we'll of guys. see what the Daniels can whip up. The well, Daniel, like we got the Daniels, we got Eggers, we got yeah. Aster. 
even Eggers, man, that recent news where he was like, oh, I'm going to have to like reassess how I make my movies. And yeah. it's like, man, come on. Yeah, seriously. Like, the Northman wasn't my favorite cup of tea, but that's just because Eggers isn't my favorite cup of filmmaker. But I still appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, he's making fucking different things. And like, it just it fucking makes my blood boil mm-hmm. because like these kind of guys, they're making, they're making their own stories. They're making their own voices. They're distinct. You can fucking say, okay, that is an Ari Aster movie. That is a Robert Eggers movie. That is a Cronenberg movie. There's not, there's not many filmmakers like that anymore. And it's sad. And they're not. And these are the filmmakers that are scratching and fucking getting, trying to get money to just, just anything like anything to make a mid range fucking movie. Yeah. Right. And no one sort of that death of the mid range budget. Yeah. I think it's more disturbing that you said these guys because yeah. there's so okay, no, let's, ru- no, no, I'm not holding it against no, no, you. No, I there was about, needs I was, to be room for women. Yeah. And no. like Greta Gerwig is the poster child for this and she has to make fucking Barbie so yeah. that she can have, she could do something she, else. She yeah. do, exactly. She has to do the one for them so she yeah. can make her movies. Yeah. yeah. She can't go out like Cronenberg and just like find a way to make it because no one's giving her the no money. No one's going to give her the money. Who's the other one? That's the up and comer. Um, promising young woman oh emerald Fennell. Mm. she's she's another one she's got one coming out for prime that i'm really excited for um i'm hoping that she she can get some stuff going yeah. on because promising young woman was a fucking hell of a debut yeah and yeah. chloe Zhao got stuck with fucking eternals yeah and like what the fuck is she gonna do now exactly and like who, who else from the from Catherine Bigelow? Catherine Bigelow always gets shafted. Like, yeah, she hasn't done anything since Detroit. Yeah, which was heavy to say the least. But yeah, we're not giving female filmmakers a chance. Agreed. And it and it just it just sucks because some of the like look at uh, was it last year. With the female, wasn't it? Was it two two females who were direct who were nominated for best director? Yes, for the two twenty twenty Oscars. Yeah. yeah, like why? Why are we at twenty twenty? And that's yeah, yeah. It's just it just I just don't. It's still nice that they had two in a row that were yeah, female filmmakers. Fantastic, fantastic for sure. But like I just don't. I'm still I, mad at Jane Campion for. <laughs> For, for shitting, shitting on, on Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Oh, that was dramatic. Fuck yeah. you. Uh, fuck I'm you. St- we're trying I'm to. Uh, we're trying to honor you and your fucking. Well, I'm still mad at her for that, but I still admire her for getting the awards. Yeah. I just, I just don't like where cinema's headed. Yeah. yeah. But to wrap this up, are we, are we a recommend or a meh or a don't go see this for Crimes of the Future? I want to say recommend just because, like, go see it. I'm a light recommend because it's definitely niche and it's definitely not going to be for everyone, but it's, it's unique enough that you're not going, it's not going to be like anything else you see this summer for sure. No, if you're down for, for a wild ride, go see it. It's worth it. I'd say if you're a fan of Cronenberg, definitely seek it out. Uh, If you're kind of if you're kind of like puzzled and be like who's this david cronenberg guy definitely don't start with this movie yeah no <laughs> yeah, don't start here start <laughs> work with your, the fly yeah start yeah. with the fly work, work your way work, work your way, way up work to your this. way up to this you but, understand uh, if you're going to be into it if you see the fly yeah but to piggyback off what dave said um if you want to break from all this ip bullshit and superhero nonsense yeah definitely seek this one out because it's definitely not going to be something you will ever see 
ever uh, see or soon forget or soon forget yeah yeah this one will definitely stick in your mind for well for a hell of a time. always good for them yeah. searing an image into your head seriously and pretty, never unseeing a fucking image I'm pretty yeah. sure the brood scarred me for life yeah i don't i don't blame you such a good movie <laughs> i just scarred yeah but yeah late late recommend for sure um it's not for it's it's not for everybody but uh yeah challenge yourself challenge yourself get on out there yeah support support a toronto man Support Canadian cinema. Yes. Shot in Greece. Shot in Greece. <laughs> Our tax dollars still pay still, it's it, still, it's still produced in it. Canada. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you you in the throat thing. Dave, Dave is down. Down. Yeah, like I calm down, dog. I've done it to my mother in law too. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. Promises was another one you didn't shoot in Toronto. That one was definitely in London. London. Yeah, that yeah. but it was a co- it was a co production between Canada and yeah, England. yeah, yeah. Of course, and just like this one, it's a co production between Canada and Greece. Is. Yeah, well, he didn't shoot History of Violence in Toronto either, but it, he shot it in the surrounding area. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. in Ontario. Yeah, it was in Ontario. And then for sure. you know when he went to Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. he went to Toronto. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, I loved. Um, what's that diner you like? Uh, the Lakeview. The Lakeview. It's in Cosmopolis. Nice. Yeah, maybe they're definitely having yeah. by. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have a slice. Gotta have a slice. Whether you're Guillermo del Toro or David Cronenberg, you gotta go in for a slice of pie at the Lakeview. It's true. Except in The Shape of Water, it was green and off-putting. What? <laughs> Anyways. Cinema. Cinema. Anyway, our final segment as always, and I don't think Dave brought a show and tell, although I kind of wish he did because you got a sneak preview of it, but Dave's new blues? What are we, what are we talking about? Today, we're going to talk about the limited edition Second Sight Films uh, edition. Sure. I guess. Release? Release. Second yeah. Sight Films release of Drive. Oh, man. So, uh, wait, how many copies of this movie do you own now? Three. Fucking Christ. <laughs> He FaceTimed right. us when he got it in the mail yeah. just so he could boast a little bit of yeah. how beautiful this fucking edition looks. And it, it is beautiful. It I is just very wanted, beautiful. I was excited and I wanted you guys to share in my excitement. We appreciate yeah. it. I'm not. I'm not. It's, that's a gorgeous talking, box set. So it's yeah. a gorgeous box set. It's limited. I don't know yeah. how limited it is, but it's. Uh, I had to import this one from the UK again. Um, loving those. Why does the UK, UK get all these fun releases? I know yeah. they always get the great ones, and it's it's a piss off because. I don't have a region free player. So it, yeah, it's great that I have the four Ks now that are all regions, but I would have bought so yeah. many other things if it, I had. Region- it's funny that you say that about drive too, because the copy of the soundtrack that I have, my limited edition drive vinyl is also from the UK. Of course it is. <laughs> that I imported from the UK. Of course it That's is. Amazing. Of course it is. But it's, it's beautiful. It has uh, a copy of the book. Oh, nice. which I would, I'm really excited to read. It has, I think it's like 200, 250 pages of essays Whoa. on it, on the film. Look out, James. And essays. Essays. And on it has storyboards, cool. which are very cool to see. Yeah. And just a lot of explorations about the film. Yeah. Um, there's art cards. I don't I don't know what the whole thing with art cards uh, is, but I, I kinda of, they're kind of fun. Yeah. They're kind of fun. And um, yeah, it's the film on 4K, remastered, beautiful, Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision. Beautiful. Uh, I found out that Nicholas Winding Renf 
if that's how you say his name, he's colorblind. Oh, I which did is not know interesting. That. That, is, that is considering very the movie is so neon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the only colors you can see. He's another I, fucking orator that like, like isn't making movies. Yeah, yeah seriously. Right. And I still want to see that fucking series he did. Oh, oh Miles on, Teller yeah, on Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, good. Um, and just like it sounds great. I watched the opening scene, and it just it's inc- It looks incredible. Yeah. It sounds incredible. <sighs> That it's soundtrack just, is is an all timer. Oh yeah! Did you know Real Hero is about uh, Sul- the Miracle on the Hudson? Sully. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't, that know, I didn't know that. That I was listening to the like I found out it was, and then I listened to the lyrics. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay, oh, I guess, yeah. I guess, I, I'll take it. All right. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen Drive in a while, but fucking mm. Carrie Mulligan, yep. Brian Cranston, yep. Ron Perlman, yep. Christina Hendricks. Yep. Oscar Isaac, yeah. like you're still missing the boy. Oh, Albert Brooks. There we go. There we go. I was waiting. I was like, I was waiting. Brooks. Albert Brooks, all timer from Albert Brooks. Yeah. Just and, and Albert Brooks Jesus. playing like a menacing guy. He should have gotten nominated. Yeah. What the fuck? Like Ron Perlman was like over the top. Like, oh, this guy's a gangster wearing fucking track leisure suits. <laughs> but like <laughs> Albert Brooks, man, underrated in that movie. So underrated so in that movie. So good. It's so it's his good. best work. Yeah. Best work. Yeah. He's so good in that movie. Cranston's great. Cranston's great. Everybody's yeah. great in that yeah. movie. Everybody. It's incredible. Everybody. And, and the Goss. Including what's his fucking... What was Oscar Isaac's character name? Oh, um... Zero? No. No, it's something stupid. You guys can keep talking. Negative? I don't know. It's something, it's something, something dumb. dumb. Something yeah. dumb. You keep, you keep talking. It's, uh... I'll I'll figure out what it oh, is. Oh fuck! For you. It's like on the tip of my tongue too, because one of the sound, like one of the the titles of the soundtrack is like, it's his stupid fucking name. Is it standard? Stand standard, yeah. Standard. Standard. Yeah. Fucking what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But like standard, standard Gabriel. Yeah. This is credited name. But everything about that movie, like it, like the the whole beginning, is incredible. That that getaway is, in, and that's how it starts. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just so fucking well done. Like I I still I want to own his jacket so badly. I wanted that jacket. I actually have a friend who has that jacket. I've wanted that jacket for years. I would look like a fucking douchebag wearing it. No, you fucking own it. I've wanted that shit for well over a decade. I need some driving gloves. Oh, I need driving gloves. That fucking scene in the elevator. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you know Ryan Gosling says like. 10 words in the entire script amazing and he doesn't have a name no nope. no nope. he's just the driver just the driver just the driver you don't need a name that's true and him with at that least hammer, it's less goofy Jesus. than the protagonist yes it is less goofy than the What's protagonist the protagonist yeah, the tenant. that was tenant? fucking that, that was his character name? name yeah jesus yeah he even refers to himself in the third person at one yeah. point of course he does <laughs> but yeah like at least the driver like less it's less it's it's a little bit more subtle than the protagonist yeah it's just it's a it's an incredible film it's a great great it's an art film yeah for sure like it's not it's another film that's decidedly not mainstream and i know they got sued uh because the trailer made it look like a fast and furious movie which it wasn't it it (laughs) is not (laughs) but it's just it's it's probably my second favorite film of the last decade. I just I love it. It's it's so it's so there. it's hypnotic. It's intoxicating. It's yeah. just it's cinema. It just sucks you in, and it just doesn't let you go. It doesn't give you enough time to like fall out of love with it. Yeah, 
I need to watch it again so bad. Yeah. Yep. In 4K. In 4K. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, that is my new blue for the week. Love it. I'm very excited it finally came in. Me too. I'm excited for you. Yes. I'll bring it over so we can watch score. I'll bring it over so we can watch it in Dolby. Yeah. Atmos. Yeah. You know it. We mm-hmm. need those ceiling channels. It's true. That sounded incredible on my speakers, and yeah, I don't yeah. have a good system. Yeah. So <laughs> I know it's going to oh. sound better. Oh, it's going to sound better. No, it's good. Wonderful. So, yeah. wrapping everything up in a cute yeah. little bow. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed this uh, this trip around the sun with Cronenberg. Yes, always. Um, I hope you all enjoyed listening and that you seek out the cinema, uh, the Cronenbergian cinema. Yes. And see something unique. Also, I didn't mention this at all, but Howard Shore scored oh, yeah. is such he's. A, has he scored all of his movies? Um, he didn't do the Dead Zone, and so I was pretty sure like every movie I that I watched started, was like music by Howard Shore. He started around Brood and mm. Rabbit, yeah, because I don't think he did Shivers, but yeah, incredible, so good, yeah, so so good, so good, always always a good score, and it's just like it seems like Howard Shore knows exactly what he needs to do for Cronenberg, and yeah, just he understands. He, every he's time. a guy who understands the assignment, yeah, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, but thanks for coming on this journey. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to you want to add? Uh, seek out David Cronenberg, man. He yep. is he's got a he's got a fantastic body of work, and it's definitely not going to be like anything you have ever seen or will ever see yeah. again. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, though. Yeah, and uh, make oh. sure in the meantime you uh, try to see Top Gun. Yeah. And, while you still uh, can and while you uh, still can in IMAX and yeah we're gonna sign off now and hug each other and probably take a cold cold take shower a, take, a, take a group cold shower <laughs> yeah group just, just cry in the shower yeah. Yeah. well gonna, Dave's gonna cry I'm just gonna just let the water wash <laughs> and cleanse, <laughs> cleanse, you, yeah. cleanse me of, of yeah. whatever the fuck I'll, I'll yeah. be in there with the brush and the, and the soap scrubbing your back for you <laughs> I appreciate that thank you James I got you so, I got so you lovely. So lovely. Well, just we need hugs. We need yeah. so much hugs. So many hugs. So many hugs. So thanks for listening. I'm Dave. I'm Tony B. I'm James. Stop doing the throat <laughs> thing. Yo, fuck you, bro. <laughs>